This is KJZZ's SUNUP. It is your daily news update from here in Phoenix on our state and region. Hello once again, I'm Phil Latzman. This podcast, a daily digest of what's happening. The news events here in Arizona. Welcome to Wednesday. It is the last day of January here in 2024, the 31st. It crept up pretty quickly. Let's get ready for February by getting a check of the news. Well, Governor Katie Hobbs joined 21 other Democratic governors asking the U.S. Supreme Court to overturn a lower court ruling that limited access to a widely used abortion drug. From the politics desk, Wayne Shutsky has details. Hobbs is a member of the Reproductive Freedom Alliance, a coalition of Democratic governors who want to protect access to abortion in their states. The alliance filed an amicus brief arguing the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals erred when it reinstated rules requiring mifepristone to be prescribed in person after multiple doctor's visits. Since 2016, the FDA has allowed the drug to be prescribed via telemedicine appointments. The alliance says the governors rely heavily on FDA guidance, and the appeals court decision undermines their ability to protect public health in their states. The Supreme Court put the Fifth Circuit decision on hold and will hear oral arguments in the case on March 26th. Wayne Shetsky, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Well, both faculty and staff at the University of Arizona are considering votes of no confidence in university leadership following the announcement of layoffs and budget cuts at the school. From Tucson, Paula Rodriguez reports a staff council meeting on Tuesday drew a capacity crowd of 500 attendees. Many expressed confusion about the university's financial plan and whether they would have jobs come March. Staff Council Chair Melanie Madden said she is unsure if a vote of no confidence is the right move right now, but says issues at the university have been a long time in the making. This university hasn't been well managed for the last number of years. We wouldn't be in this situation if there was accountability and oversight for the spending that's happening. President Robert Robbins and the Arizona Board of Regents emphasized the idea of shared governance as a way to move forward with addressing the financial crisis. But not all faculty and staff feel like they are being included. A second vote of no confidence in ABOR is being reviewed by a faculty Senate committee. That's Paolo Rodriguez reporting from Tucson. GOP lawmakers in Arizona are throwing their support behind Texas, where state and federal agencies are ensnarled in a legal dispute over concertina wire placed along parts of the international border with Mexico. From the front terrace desk, Elisa Resnick has more. Arizona House Speaker Ben Toma and Senate President Warren Peterson are some of 28 signatories of a letter to President Biden in response to the U.S.'s efforts in Texas. They say the U.S. is facing a border crisis that the Biden administration has failed to stop, and Texas has the right to defend itself against what they call an invasion. Texas began placing concertina wire across various parts of the Rio Grande shores last year. The state sued the federal government after Border Patrol agents began cutting the razor wire to reach the border. Elisa Resnick, KJZZ News, Tucson. American Airlines is eliminating more than 300 jobs in the Valley. As Christina Estes reports from the business desk, the cuts involve customer service employees. American Airlines says it's updating their contact center organization by moving lighter touch support overseas and creating a new team dedicated to more complex needs. In addition to 335 jobs at its Tempe call center, American is cutting more than 300 jobs in the Dallas area. Affected employees are expected to keep working through March. In a statement to KJZZ, the airline said employees who are not hired for another position and those eligible to retire will be offered severance payments. American has the largest presence among commercial airlines at Phoenix Sky Harbor Airport. Christina Estes, 
KJZZ News, Phoenix. Attorney General Chris Mays and some Democratic lawmakers say they fear an effort to exempt minor league baseball players from Arizona's minimum wage will undermine the higher wage and reporting requirements that voters approved in 2016. But Republican Senator J.D. Mesnard says he supports the bill because both Major League Baseball and the Players Union are backing it. How often down here are we excited when all the parties get on board? Here they are, and we may actually mess that up. And if we do, the impact will be to the state on what is a tremendous asset in that spring training, etc. MLB and the Players Association say a collective bargaining agreement signed last year provides players with benefits that exceed Arizona's minimum wage. State water officials are considering creating a new groundwater management area. But as Cameron Sanchez reports from the politics desk, Republicans and stakeholders say it is the governor's way of double-crossing them. The Arizona Department of Water Resources is considering designating the Gila Bend Basin as a Groundwater Active Management Area, or AMA, to mitigate steep water decline. Republican Senator Sina Kerr said AMAs don't protect the interests of rural Arizonans like herself and accused Governor Katie Hobbs of not working in good faith. The public display of collaboration amounted to only smoke and mirrors when it came to time to do the hard work. Last week, the smoke dissipated and the mirrors cracked. And this governor showed us how she truly intends to lead on water. And that's through fear and intimidation. Kerr has worked with rural stakeholders to craft a bill that would create less restrictive oversight, agreeing that the Gila Bend Basin needs more management. Cameron Sanchez, KJZZ News, Phoenix. The Goldwater Institute is suing Phoenix over a new prevailing wage law that requires contractors hired by the city to pay the industry standard for similar work. John Thorpe with the Institute says lawyers also plan to go after a similar ordinance in Tucson. The ordinance is illegal in its entirety because it it's prohibited under state law. A 1984 Arizona law blocks cities from issuing prevailing wage requirements, but a recent opinion issued by Arizona Attorney General Chris May says the law was superseded by another improved in five voters in 2016 that lets cities set their own minimum wages. Well, for the first time, U.S. Geological Survey is considering potential harms to tribes from mining uranium in northern Arizona. From the Fronteras desk in Flagstaff, Michel Marisco reports. The agency published a 20-page report this week acknowledging the risks from uranium mining to the cultural resources of the Havasupai tribe. It notes the risks specifically from the Pinyon Plain Mine, the newly operating uranium mine south of the National Park located very near Red Butte, a site considered sacred to tribes. The report notes that specific rituals in the area, from collecting medicinal plants to breathing in the smoke of area vegetation like sage, could introduce new risks. And it recommends that cultural understandings like these become a part of the decision-making process for mining near the Grand Canyon. Michel Marisco, KJZZ News, Flagstaff. Well, 2023 was the busiest year ever at Sky Harbor Airport. Jacob Seaver has more on why Phoenix was such a popular destination last year. Nearly 49 million passengers traveled through Phoenix Sky Harbor Airport last year, approximately 2.5 million more than the previous record set in 2019. The milestone came during a year that saw the Valley host several major sporting events, including Super Bowl 57 and the World Series, in addition to the annual Waste Management Phoenix Open. Eric Everts handles public relations for Sky Harbor. Earlier in 2023, we hosted the Super Bowl, and we had our busiest day that we've ever had, where we had over 200,000 people come through the doors of the airport. 
And it was kind of a question of, you know, is this only because of the Super Bowl or is this going to be something that we sustain? Turns out, Everett said, that same amount of traffic continued for each month thereafter. Jacob Seaver, KJZZ News, Phoenix. In sports basketball, the Suns continue their season-long seven-game road trip. They're in Brooklyn tonight to play the Nets. It'll be Kevin Durant's first trip back to Brooklyn since being traded to Phoenix last year. It'll be interesting to see what reception he gets. Hockey, the Coyotes are on an extended all-star break. They're not back at it till next Thursday when they host Vegas. And in baseball, the Diamondbacks made it official. They signed slugging outfielder Jock Peterson to a one-year deal worth about $9.5 million. The 31-year-old Peterson has 186 career homers and stints with the Dodgers, Cubs, Braves, and Giants. And that does it for this Wednesday edition of KJZZ SunUp, Arizona's morning news podcast as we say goodbye to January on this 31st. I'm Phil Latzman. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the day. And we're back at you tomorrow to start February.